Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's the Luca Pete Show. Uh, welcome to it. You are welcome to it. It is uh, Monday. It's uh, Monday the um, 11th of September. My name is Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Mr. Luki Moore. Um, we're recording this a little bit earlier because I am off to Japan uh, for the first time in a long time. Um, did I tell you about my fake legs I bought? <laughs> The yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Obviously um, not. No. no so by no. all means, open with this. What a great start to the Monday this is. I've bought some silicon legs. I mentioned it on the Ramble a little while ago. And um, in onsens, you know, like the hot baths and stuff. I thought you were allowed in them because you're tats. Is that why you're doing exactly. this? You got me fake legs. So I bought off off Shine. Um, I, I'm not really sure. I, I'm not really sure. Whether I'm, I, I mean, because Shine's a bit of a, a political hot potato, isn't it? Because it's fast fashion, and you know people don't get paid very well, and uh, they've f- spent a lot of money on bringing a load of uh, in, like clothes fashion influencers over who have been brought to like a really swanky, um, futuristic um, factory where mm. a lot of people are, uh, you know, on the surface are treated quite well, uh, and they're going, well, I don't see any issues. I don't, mm. I don't see. I don't see any issues Like here. when Franz Beckovar visited Qatar ahead of the World Cup. Exactly, exactly yeah. that sort of caper. Um, but I bought some um, some fake um, silicon socks, um, which I, I don't think anybody... I think, I mean, they they mainly would be produced by, by, a, by a presumably some kind of machine. Um, but they're basically just a pair of socks that you, you put on. Um, and they're, I think they're medical <laughs> of some description. Sound like it, yeah. Mm. But they um, let you in just... with those on there, will they? they? They'll turn a blind eye to that. It's like a brown paper bag. I think bag, they look it? so medical that to tell me off would be um, disabled, I think, yeah. So I think okay. I've made myself look so uh, uh, rather strange down there. I think they would probably go, that guy has got fake legs. So I'm not going to bother <laughs> and he's, him. And he's also got a really painful nutsack at the moment. So he's, got, he's got an inflamed nutsack. Um, but yeah, so they're these kind of. So I've cut off the sock bit, and I'm just sort of wearing them as kind of like pop socks, but they're like flesh-coloured and slightly dusty. What like does they've, um, they've put talc on them so you can get them on easier? Think? You are. What does the part that you've got access to think about this? Um, she wasn't impressed by. It. I mean, but, and also like the colour of them are like. Uh, I think they 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 they're, they're skewing to more of the kind of like um it, like a, a color that isn't my skin basically. Right. So so they look like just like I've had skin grafts. Do you think just that, on um, my legs. 
when the partner you have access to agree to go get into a relationship with you, mm. do you think she underestimated the amount of admin? What uh, emotional admin? No, I, I, I look on this holiday. I'm carrying all of the clothes, everything on all on my back on a big bag, big camouflage ten liter bag or something, uh, and I'm carrying everything because I want to have a good time. But um, and all the admins on me. I'm sorting this all out. But um, I think the emotional admin of watching me put on medical old old person kind of silicon socks uh, just to go in a bath. Uh, I think it might be a bit too. It's a big part of the culture, isn't it, in Japan? You got to really experience it, right? Yeah, I think so, and it's just a shame that they they won't let people in with with, with, with tattoos on their legs, even though I've been in before. I re- I realised um, the other day there's a place down the cut in Waterloo. I forget the name of it now, mm. but Brassel took me there for the first time, and I've really enjoyed going there ever since. And it's a, it's I like a Jap- the cut. It's good. It's underrated. Yeah, it's a Japanese restaurant. It's nice. Right. It's like and it does these bowls, like bowls of food, mm. and um, almost like a poker bowl, but it's hot and um, it's like a, yeah, like a rice bowl or something, mm. and the egg they put in it at the end, they call an onsen egg. Oh, right. Okay. So it's so like it's a poached egg, right? Yeah. So it's been boiled. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So, that, that, so that, that's basically what's called that, right? I guess so. Yeah. Because you have them in, in volcano town. In onsen towns, you do. It's it's invariably run by a mad volcano that's angry all the time. So, um, well, they, that's you, not, they can't, surely they can't administer the town. <laughs> well, you pop in and you, and you, and you, you, you bring. They give you a bit of food to cook, and you and you, and you sort of basically cook them in the sulfury waters of the, right, uh, of so the volcano. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, okay, so you reckon they'll let you through with that on your leg? I reckon that I'll, I'll have a go. I reckon I reckon they'll be fine. And and a lot of the time out there, you can just sort of go. I'm English. I don't know what's happening. Ah. You can't get away with that. <laughs> so, Peter, at the time of recording, you're flying to Japan tonight, right? Tonight, yeah. yeah, yeah. What time? Uh, seven. So what time were you aiming to get to the airport? About five. I don't know. I'm I'm not a I'm not an airport guy really. What does that mean? I mean, I just don't like hanging around airports needlessly. It's the waste of everyone's time. But you you're kind of a bit of a hair on fire type, though, aren't you? Yeah, I'm like running. Yeah, I mean, I, what what I like to if if I've got a late flight, because like my my kind of my working shed schedules schedule. Yeah. Um, I've got a real issue with schedule and schedule. I would say schedule, but I understand why you said that, yeah. Is it schedule? Are we schedule? No, Americans are schedule, aren't they? I I find it annoying when people say tissue. Tissue? Who says tissue? Instead of tissue. It's like posh people say it, don't they? Oh, right, okay. Tissue. Right, okay, fair. Tissue. But but I would say that... we're, We're schedule, aren't we? I'm sorry, I say schedule. I don't know if that's right or wrong. I don't know. I think Americans are schedule and we're schedule, but I've got a real issue about it and I get really wound up about it. Anyway, um, I, I get up like I get up at like 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 quarter past six these days, and I'm and I see the dog. Quick Chinese. I basically have a bit of leftover Chinese. Yeah. And I find that my working day starts at like about quarter past seven these days, and then um, I've like a a dog walk at one. Um, and so today it's all been kind of disrupted because I was I was doing that at, at quite early, but now I don't have the dog walk to factor in. So what am I going to do for an hour? Yeah, what will you, know what what I mean? you do? Just look at producer Rory, I suppose. Yeah, so lucky him. him feed him his dog food. Yeah. <laughs> he has to. He has to be walked by you, and he has to. He has to be walked. Food. I think producer Rory should be walked. By what, um, Pete? Where, where are your Where are your dogs at the moment? Uh, uh, what? Yeah, the, the um, uh, they're going. Uh, he's going kennels. He's going kennels. Mm. Um, 
and uh, it's uh, it's a nice kennels. Ooh, right, so they stay in a week in, in the kennels, and then the in-laws are taking um, yeah, taking them for for, for another an extra week. So yeah, I I I, I, th- I got a lot out of it. I think there was a big old dog next to him in the kennels, and he's like row row row, and they're having right old chat. It was oh, brilliant. that's nice. But it yeah. must be the first time in ages you've been on a proper long haul flight, right? Yeah, yeah. So, what do you reckon much. your technique will be for for passing the time these days? Because I mean, got like, steam, got steam deck now. Oh right, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> got gonna steam deck that. now. I'm going to play some humanity, and I'm going to play uh, some games I've not played yet. So I'm, I'm actually. Uh, it's just. It's very rare. Like you'll know this more than me, but like it's very rare that you get more than an hour where no one can contact you in it. Like oh, yeah. people are sending you WhatsApp messages all through the day. That was one of the nice things about being on paternity leave. Right. Like, there's Pe- no expectation people, on you. People respect people respect it. Yeah, no, no there's like no yeah. expectation on you at all. Yeah. It's kind of a weird feeling. It felt like the you world feel like was you're passing di- you by. You're dying. You you feel feel like yeah, it felt you're like dead. the world was passing you by without you being a part of it. It was very, very strange. <laughs> but um, uh, Peter, because I know that, um, sorry to bring this up again, Right. Uh, but the interest of transparency. Okay. I mean, when you um, once um, popped a blister all over that Jewish lady. Yeah. On a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you, have you served your ban now for that? <laughs> no fly, no fly ban. I don't know. Yeah, the night I'd, before uh, you wanted to fly away to go somewhere, you dropped a boiling hot pot noodle on your foot. Yeah, that was a re- like that had the potential, and I th- I should have gone to A and I think for that. That was um, that was a stinking situation, and uh, <laughs> th- there was too much skin off my off my foot. There was just too much skin <laughs> off my foot. I could have done with the silicon socks, um, <laughs> but for the rest of the the rest of the time, I had this weeping, oozing, brown sort of. It wasn't even scabbing; it was just wet and How yellow and infected. It was like it's about the size of like my mouth and nose combined. It was like a big old burn, and I should have got it seen to properly, but I wanted to go and get drunk in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so you're, you're enjoying a celebratory D-mob happy ready to go on holiday pot noodle yeah, yeah and you yeah, just yeah, poured yeah. a load of boiling hot water on your foot what a shame what a shame and I, I spent and I just spent the whole holiday with a really painful foot that oh, I, I bet had you were to... so grumpy I could just imagine how grumpy you were no, I don't think I know. It was my, it was my own, it was my own cross to bear. But um, yeah, it was. There was nights out I was having, and I was like, even I am pissed up my mind. But this is agonising, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> agonising. Um, oh, and I had to, so I was to the, limping around, awful limping around with an oozing burn on my foot. Awful, which, wearing, which you, which, wearing little plimsolls. <laughs> was it the fact? Was it the fact that like the altitude pressure change made it pop? Yeah, I think that was yeah. If you ever like get like a bag of crisps, they're usually like quite taut, aren't they? They're like, kind yeah. of full of air. But um, but it was like that, but with um, fluid from broken down cells in my foot. But you, but you won't ho- hopefully have any of that kind of hardship when you fly out later. I just want. Hey, I just that's want... why I'm eating a pokeball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they ain't gonna scald me. Stay safe. Stay pokeball. Stay safe. Stay, po- um, <laughs> stay safe. Stay poke. Well, and then because I've heard that the flight to Japan Japan's really hard because you fly in the evening. Mm. You fly all the way overnight, yeah, and then when you get there, it's five p.m. <laughs> it's just confusing. Yeah, it makes you it's crazy, right? Yeah, uh, it's pretty wild. What's but, your tactic? Um, what's your what's your jet lag tactic? I don't know. I, I've not because really... normally it's just get pissed, right? But you can't do that if you're with your lady friend. Well, what, why can't I? She 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 gets pissed with the best of them. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. You're really, I'm not you're quite belligerent, aren't you? That's what I mean. I think <laughs> I think you've got problematic. The um. 
I would say that um, uh, that my limit to, my limits of uh, of what I get up to on a, on a flight these days is very much like Bloody Mary, maybe a beer or a wine with 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 the main. Anything more than that, and you're feeling absolutely dreadful when you get out this the other side, isn't it? Yeah, or, my friend who travels a lot for work, long haul, says, um, "Don't eat on the plane. Don't do it. Drink anything other than water on the plane." Because mm, mm, he, because mm. he, he, I guess, because he travels a load for work, he gets like the lounges and stuff. Right. He's like, eat your food in the lounge. Don't eat any food on the plane. Right. And don't drink because it just dehydrates you and makes your jet lag like ten times worse. Because yeah. he's in a position where I think a lot of the time he has to get straight into the work. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, so that, that would be. I think. I think the romance of kind of like traveling for work, and it's something I, you know, I, I really find would be really exciting. But it's not because my own experience of travel has been like just dick about, but like, like, sort of getting off a plane and then going straight into it. It's just like, oh man. Just, yeah, it's not for me. I don't like not being away for work at all. I prefer mm. being at home. I'm a bit of a homebody when it comes to that. Um, Peter, where we let's have a break, and when we come no. back. Um, I want to do an email to you, but I've also got something else I want to talk to you about because we haven't talked about it yet. And although by the time this comes out, it'll be a bit out of date, it is still really mm. funny, so we have to mention it. So stick around, and we'll All see right. you the other side of this. <clears throat> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson, and I am pleased to announce that I, uh, Luke, I'm going to be um, uh, leaving Scooter Braun as uh, manager. I'm, uh, I think I'm, it's about I'm, time. I'm, I'm not going to be represented by that that toilet man anymore, and I, I'm, I, I want everyone to know that I'm I'm moving on to bigger and better things outside of the Scooter Braun universe. Um, 
I can't believe anyone stayed with him after that Taylor Swift thing anyway. Yeah, but I mean, con- con- it's contractual, isn't it, I suppose? But, I mean, if he's already got all those people, he had uh, he had your favourite, didn't he? Old uh, Jepsen. He Jepsen. did have Jepsen for a while, yeah. He had Jepsen. He had, um, I think he's got Bieber. I think he's got um, Grande. Like, he must be quite good, <laughs> like, if he's got them. I so, know what you mean. It's a, good, it's a pretty hmm. good track record, isn't it? Yeah, it's not 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 bad, is it? But so he, um, he, he's had he had. I think he might have had Kanye West for a while as well. Right. Okay. How does it, how do you do that? Well, confusing. you're talking to a failed music manager, so there's no point right. asking me. <laughs> well, no I clue. just always sort of think that it's like that's why you see like Blondie still um, doing gigs because they just signed terrible contracts in the eighties, and that's they, not why they, Blondie are doing shows now, Peter. That is why Blondie it's are doing not, shows now. She's not doing Glastonbury now because of the contract she signed in the eighties. I'm not saying that she's doing Glastonbury now, but she's definitely doing stuff like the Isle of Wight Festival and other ones because they signed bad contracts in the eighties. That that means that they make minimal money out of the recorded. Um, oh, uh, sorry, music. I thought you meant that they were contracted to still do shows for them between. No, that would be that would that would be a Mike Ashley esque contract. That, uh, that <laughs> went for years there, and years. It? Yeah, but they, they, no, they don't I, I make much money so, so They were absolutely much more exploitative back then, so mm. that makes sense. Yeah, they they very much had a have a modern music contract. <laughs> but the thing I was training before the break that I just wanted to say to you, Pete, because mm. we haven't discussed it between us yet. Right. Two words for you: Trump mugshot. <laughs> Isn't it good though? It's like properly evil. <sighs> Not bad. He looks I don't like mind he it. looks like a, that was a good impression. He yeah. looks like um, someone pointed out that um, Stanley Kubrick always did shots down the barrel of like mm. his um, his main antagonists, right? Um, and he did it in a certain way where they'd stare at the barrel with their chin down, looking maniacal to mm. really symbolise. The the height of their of their dement, demented kind of evilness, right? Right. So the examples he used was um, Private Pile, Full Metal Jacket. Um, what's his name in Clockwork Orange? Um, uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Right. And they, and they put the photos alongside, and Trump's mugshot is exactly the same. <laughs> it yeah. basically looks like old Stanley Kubrick. Still, just slightly worse um, lit, mm. and I it's beggars belief that people can't look at that and go, "Oh my god, this is not the guy I should be working with." Well, it's it's the it's the it's the collection of other um, uh, core uh, defendants who are. It looks like you know when they take pictures of like Florida men and stuff, like people who have got caught with with you know off their heads in the street, like they cross with the monsters. Yeah, it's a little bit. Like, it's a little bit like that. It's absolutely frightening stuff but um what i mean you know we spoke about this last time but i mean this is just gonna this is just gonna go on and on i was well surprised to hear that donald trump only weighs 97 kilos come on what's that uh what's that in 215 pounds that's still not helpful (laughs) okay so that's like how many 96 14 and a half stone right that seems he's, he's quite tall isn't he and he's fat as hell that's my point. That's a lie, surely. So the, so the, the press, that, the press covered they? and released that he was, they listed him as a white male, six foot three and weighing 215 pounds. Yeah. Right? And then that to later backtrack and say, oh, those are actually, they were, they're figures that came from the Trump camp. <laughs> right? There's no fucking way. No, I, I'm six three mm. and I'm quite a big guy, right? Mm. 
I've I've not been two hundred and fifteen pounds for a, a many a year. He's probably not even six three then. If he's if no, I think he if is they're quite massaging tall. those, he is very tall. Yeah, but but I think if he's they're massaging that massaging that numbers, he may have kayfabe wrestler's height. No, I think he is officially the second tallest president ever mm. after Lincoln. Lincoln. Right, Lincoln was six four, I think, which mm. is amazing for the nineteenth mid nineteenth century. Why did he wear that big tall hat then? Made him even taller. Made him even no, if you taller. take that, if you took that big top hat off, not a lot of people know this. If you take that big top yeah. hat off, it's actually his head just went that born. high. Yeah, born, just loads uh, of born. What is remarkable is that for for Abe Lincoln, is that think of the nutrition that he wouldn't have got growing yeah. up, basically yeah. dirt poor mm. in the middle of, in the in the early nineteenth so century. So he could have been really tall. He could have been like eight foot. If he was drinking <laughs> Prime, yeah, every what? day. <laughs> He'd be yeah. eight foot probably. Well, well, have you seen that um, that family where everyone's very tall? I think the the daughter is like um, she's like six foot, I think. Um, and then all of her family. I think her, her mother was a, a basketball player, um, uh, and uh, I think she was six two. Her brothers and sister, her other brothers, are like six five, six, six seven. And um, the dad is like hilariously five foot nine or something. <laughs> but um, she, um, I, what I like about it, the, the desperation of influencers, like they started to make a bit of money and they started to do a lot of like family stuff and, you know, like um, TikToks about them being tall and like what it's like to do this and what it's like to be yeah. a tall woman in dating and fashion and stuff like that. Um, but like they just get desperate and they think no one's really paying attention. Um, and looking at old old uh, clips of them, and then the 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 daughter keep, keeps on pretending. She keeps on basically saying, "Oh, what what it's like to date, or what it's like to find new clothes when you are six foot five. And then she's put her uh, uh, height up, so she's had to put her mum's height up at seven foot, and she's have to put her yeah. her brother's foot. So and and. And everyone's going, you, you're just getting taller. You reckon you're getting taller? You're like 27. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, she's the desperation bigger bigger. of it all, man. But all I'll say to you is, if there's a pituitary gland problem, which happens with a lot of excessively tall people, that never stops. No, no. I don't think that's the case here. Right. I think they're just, I'm not familiar just with being, their output. I but, think they're um, just being silly. Robert Wadlow, the world, the tallest man to ever live. Mm. You heard well, of he used him? To be outside, um, he used to be outside Piccadilly, didn't he? Uh, believe it or not. Yeah. He, he, um, He's the tallest man in recorded history. Mm. Um, was born just after the First World War and died very young, actually, sadly, in 1940. Um, he had, I think, a pitu- I don't know if he ever diagnosed it because it was such a long time ago, but I think he had a um, pituitary gland, gland problem, um, and um, which means that, like, I think what happens is like certain a certain gland starts to overproduce human growth hormone, mm, mm, mm. and so he. Was when he died, he was eight foot eleven. Jesus Christ, that is that's that's the worst. So like he, um, it's a bit annoying for him not just to be quite nine foot though. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> I'll just be saying nine foot of it at me. But anyway, how, how old was he when he died? Twenty two. No, oh, that's a shit. So, but that he never stopped growing, right? So mm. when he was ten years old, he was. Um, like, like ridiculous and he also weighed 200 kilos mm. and um he um he had a size 36 shoe yeah american though isn't it <laughs> no that's I've, I've adapted that it's a 37 in american oh lordy wow yeah well yeah and, um, I, I think it's uh imagine him 
trying to find some silicon legs. Yeah, they, could, <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't. Um, they couldn't help him, sadly, which is really, it's a really sad thing. I don't mm. know if he'd be able to be helped these days, but anyway, his coffin was, um, was eleven foot long. I mean, I, I think they almost certainly could, because that's what um, I think. Big Show had that. Big Show. Um, well, they yeah, can just um, adjust that. it, kind of do a do a bit dial of down. stuff now. Yeah, I think dial it down. Or t- I think they even take them out, can't they? The old, the old, the old those funny glands. Not I sure, think. but I'd like to know. I'd also like I'd to hear like from to my know. tallest listener, our tallest verifiable listener. We did that, we did that years and years ago, and people didn't mm. really get involved. People should get involved this time. Was it was it American Psycho or maybe a Jim McInerney book where somebody, um, somebody would take a adrenaline gl- gland from someone and bite into it? And getting get a massive high out of it. <laughs> For some reason, that's really stuck that in my head. That might be American Psycho. Is it American Psycho? I can't remember. But where the would that book fit is in? Horrific. Yeah, it's absolutely horrific. It's almost I, unreadable. I saw, I saw. Well, I saw last reading it on the um, train. I was like, if you don't know what that book's about, fine. But if you do know, and you're looking at the woman reading American Psycho in the book, like, there's some absolutely horrific rat based chat in that fucking really book. Bad. It's absolutely atrocious. Apart from the bit where. where um, yeah, where the man eats the uh, man. I think the um, the man feeds a man like a toilet cake, a yeah. circular toilet cake with chocolate on it. And I was like, genuinely going, you know what? I wouldn't mind that. That'd be nice <laughs> and re- that'd be lovely and refreshing, lovely and cooling. I think it's um, yeah. So it's kind of um, it's kind of a bit much. Like he, I, I remember mm. like Brett Easton Ellis saying that um, when he filed the manuscript, he was like, "Oh, the publishers will never go for this." Right, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, publishers yeah. did go for it, and he was like, "Right, this is going to end my fucking career." <laughs> and it just went massive. Um, let's squeeze a quick email in before we go, because a while right. back we talked about people's experiences of seeing ghosts, um, and our friend Lucy got in touch. She said, uh, "My husband told me you're asking for ghost stories." Um, at the time, he rolled his eyes and is equally skeptical. Uh, now, but I can absolutely vouch for what happened one particular evening with me. I'm a deputy head in a village school that dates back to the late 1800s. So far, so good. We are right beside the uh, church and graveyard, and there have mm. been a few supernatural events over the years recounted by more susceptible colleagues. <laughs> susceptible in, uh, in quotation marks. But they have always been laughed off. Mm. Anyway, every Thursday, the school hall is used for a Zumba class, and afterwards I lock up, so I'm always the last person there, and I switch off the lights and I set the alarms, etc., one Thursday, as I locked up, suddenly cutting right through the smell of sweat and cheesy PE feet came the smell of what I thought was smoke. It was such a sudden onset of smell that I thought something electrical had caught fire. But after a thorough search, I found that it had all been switched off by the caretaker and locked up over an hour before the class as usual. Mm. The smell was as strong as ever, as though someone in the room had lit a cigarette and was now smoking it. Baffled by this and starting to feel a bit creeped out, I quickly set the alarms and left the building. Later that night, something made me look up the history of the school. Amid various pictures and names of past staff, something caught my eye. The headmaster from 1954 to 1970 was a Mr. C. Moss. He had been a popular headmaster who supported all extracurricular activities in the school and could always be seen smoking a pipe. Was it Mr. Moss making his rounds in the school that evening? I'll let you decide, Lucy. What, you you want to let me decide, or do you want to let you decide? I'm just signing off the email that she signed <laughs> off. Is it a Mr. Go- Moss. It's not really a ghost story, that. It's more of a kind of supernatural experience. Yeah, it's like uh, the aircon units on the fritz, and you can smell some burning. But that's the problem, isn't it? Because when you talk about this kind of stuff, you're talking about how 
your brain is responding to the senses essentially, mm. whether it's sight or sound or smell. Like could easily be a malfunctioning momentarily between Lucy's nasal glands and right, her yeah. brain. Or a yeah, I mean, and you know, it, it, surely sometimes the body creates smells that don't actually exist. <laughs> That's what you say to your partner you got access to, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've got a dog. I can okay, easily it was a blame dog, it on yeah, him. Exactly. I can easily blame it on him. It's fine. It's an interesting situation. <laughs> I think also one of the things that's interesting to me is that like these types of experiences, they never happen. Oh, I was actually walking down the road mm. on the way to work, and I was a bit late, so I was hurrying, and it was really busy. Oh, and I saw a fucking ghost. <laughs> they're always like I was locking up an old Victorian school on my own in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah like exactly it, no one ever says they see a ghost in the middle of playing a football match no or uh, yeah you're right or a, a velodrome yeah where's the, where's the why did ghosts hit cycling oh I thought I was coming second in a race but it turned out the first cyclist was a ghost cyclist was a ghost cyclist and so I actually yeah. won yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's food for thought and we thank Lucy mm. very much for getting in touch um, I'm not saying I'm on the side of her husband being sceptical or rolling mm. my eyes, but I am putting it out there for the listeners to, to enjoy and maybe they can draw their own conclusions and we'll do another mini ghost story on the next episode because, Peter, that's all we've got time for today. Certainly have. All right, then. Let's get out of here. Uh, I've been Pete Donaldson. been joined by Mr. Lukey Moore uh, for another Luke and Pete show. We'll be back on Thursday for more of this. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.